Hi friends, this is Andrea. I hope wherever you find yourself in the world that you are well, that you are safe, that you are secure, and that you're with good company because it's entirely possible that you are social distancing right now, that you are self-isolating and staying away from people because of the very quick spread of the coronavirus. Now here in Canada, things have drastically changed over the past week. And I was planning on airing an episode with my new friend, Brady Toops, but I've decided to postpone it one week. So you'll hear that episode next Tuesday. And instead I thought I would bring you just a few of my thoughts, as well as a conversation that I had with my good friend, Alex Street. And in the light of everything that is going on, I think it's important that we take a look at how we can live bravely in the midst of fear, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of a lot of uncertainty about the world we live in, about our communities, about our jobs, our finances. Because I think after this, we are going to be a drastically different society. And it's during these moments that we have an opportunity to take a look inward at who we are and not only who we are as a society, but who we are as individuals. And I know that sometimes that's a scary thing to do. A lot of us want to numb out and not have to face or be reflective um, of the things in our lives that maybe we've been trying to distance ourselves from. A lot of people say, well, my kids are home, so I can't really think about it. Or I've got work to do and my schedule has been changed and everything has been thrown off. But that's exactly why you need to take this opportunity to spend a little bit of time reflecting. Bring your kids on, in on the activity and uh, let them do it with you. Show them what it's like to shift and change in the midst of circumstances that will probably change the world as we know it. So I want to share this conversation with my friend Alex. I hope that it gives you some encouragement and some hope in light of everything that's going on. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're hanging out with me this morning. Um, we've had, uh, even though we've had some really interesting uh, internet difficulties, we've had some really good conversations. So um, I want to just chat with you, asking you personally, um, as a coach, as a speaker, as someone who's um, in the online industry, like how is this personally affecting you? Like everything that's going on in the world, um, where are you at in your own situation right now? Yeah, it's so good to be here, Andrea. It's so good. I mean, yeah, we just chatted for an hour and it's, uh, as I think we both said, it's just, I already feel kind of in a higher energy space and it's, oh, yeah. uh, it's great just to connect with people and this is it. We have this ability now. Um, personally, I think, yeah, my internet is messed up right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's like everybody is using every device that they have in my neighborhood at the moment. Um, I, I don't know. Is is internet a commodity that can, I is that a know. thing? But it, it keeps crashing. So, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, personally, I've got, like our rhythm in our family is different. So we've got three kids, 13, 10, seven. So they are, I mean, they're, they're good. Cause they're, you know, they can find out ways to play 
at home and they they genuinely like each other so that's fun um that's good <laughs> but it's helpful i know <laughs> absolutely they can go and do their own thing but we uh but it's still it's still weird my wife and i are both entrepreneurs work from home usually and so there's this rhythm that again this week it wasn't expected to be that way because it's march break but still there's this thing like we need to do our thing but now there's kids all up in our space you know yeah and um and where even like we could have planned for oh wait, well today's gonna be play date day like go out to your friend's house or go outside and play go find somewhere go to a park or we're gonna go out to the zoo or something and all of that just just got killed so quickly so for us i can i i i sympathize with the people who had like march break camps or something like that planned or big trip planned we didn't have any of that but it's it's just general uh yeah change to our rhythm at home um and then at work wise personally i mean that's it like i had seven speaking gigs canceled it, within two days like boop, 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 they're just all so you go oh yeah i guess that's how this like specifically affects my industry um and then who knows when those will pick up again who yeah. knows when events will happen mm-hmm. ever again so i i just have to go okay so whoa what's the what's the new reality how do i as a speaker speak how do i find that um that way so that's 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 what it is for us kind of personally we're just in this what does today look like yeah yeah you know for me i have found you know it's it's definitely changed my rhythm too i found that I am now having to, you know, anything I was doing in studio as far as, you know, lessons, voice, piano um, is now going to go online. Um, Things that I was Mm -hmm. planning to launch are being, um, you know, pushed back. Uh, Podcast interviews that people I was, you know, had scheduled are, you know, canceling. So, like, I think Mm. this is affecting all of us. Right. And I think that, you know, whether you're affected your rhythm at home, whether you're affected, you know, your rhythm professionally, like, I think we just want to be honest, even as coaches and say, we get it. We get that our, you know, your rhythm is affected right now. Uh, your family life is affected. You're concerned about, you know, what does this look like, you know, moving forward. But, um, I, I, I want to talk about, you know, even for you, we were talking about staying present and, you know, ah. being in this, in this present moment, how do we do that, Alex? Like, how do we stay grounded in our, our values and in the things that we prioritize? Like, what does that look like for you? It's, it's so good. I feel like you just, <laughs> you just took the I'm thing that I threw up. to you and you're I'm like, actually, up, buddy. good question. <laughs> Tell me a answer the question that you just asked me could you do that um i because that was it yeah like uh, i'm i'm realizing specifically as an enneagram seven i i just feel like you know any enneagram type it's kind of like everybody's gonna face what you're facing you just see it first i think yeah. you just you you identify it first and, and experience it and as a as a seven who's typically future focused um 
sometimes at my best and, and, and can actually be at my detriment, right? Is, is that I'm so future focused that I'm always thinking, what's next? Where's this going? How can I be in another place instead of enjoying right here where I am? And, and, and I think when the world is, is predictable, you see what next week holds, then you can start to, to feel like it's okay to be future focused. And because I can see where it's going. And actually, this might be a benefit to some people. Mm-hmm. And so I can predict kind of where I'm going to be and I can predict where you're going to be and I can help you map out your future. And now I'm, I'm being faced with that reality that, that it's, very, it's always been unpredictable, except for right now, it's just, we're just seeing it. It's oh. just being smack in the face. 100%. You do not know what, what this afternoon is going to hold. You mm-hmm. don't know what those numbers are going to be. You don't know who's going to be on lockdown. And what that's going to do to you, and it's it's almost like it's it's always been this way. It's just hey, look, <laughs> now you can see it that it's always been unpredictable, it's, and and you've never known. And so now I just feel like more than ever when I get caught, when I get stuck, it's when I'm trying to think about the future and I'm trying to plan the future. I'm trying to predict. That's when I start to go down this spiral. I start to unravel, and then when I find myself getting grounded is when I simply go, oh yeah. Here I like literally here I am. I am in a like ten by twelve room. Um, that's where I am right now. I'm I'm speaking to Andrea. I'm like to literally just go that like oh like I I have this practice that I do. I open my hands and I simply I take a breath and I look around the room and I identify things that are around the space that I'm in. Like mm-hmm. saying, there's a bookshelf. There's my dragonfly mug. There's my microphone. And realizing that I am in this space with these things right now and saying the three words, I am here, does so much to ground me. Yeah. And to bring good. me to this, to this very space. It's so simple, but it's so important. I think often when we meditate, we close our eyes, right? And when you close your eyes, now it's just now you're now you're in here. Yeah. And and the the practice of being present is actually saying that like it is a spatial thing. And it's recognized that you as a human have a place in this world and your place is right here right now and you can't be anywhere else. You can't do anything anywhere else. You're just here. So that that's like a not only daily, I'd say hourly if not more practice that I find myself just with my hands open looking around going here. Mm-hmm. So, I know that people right now are, are going to be, you know, thinking to themselves as far as, you know, like, how, how does this impact me moving forward? You know, a lot of people are, are questioning, um, you know, am I going to have a job? Um, if they're yeah. an entrepreneur or a small business owner, they're, you know, worried about like, how do I transition during this time? Maybe I'm on, you know, I don't have a virtual business. How do I get on line. And I think as coaches, you know, for us, it's been one of those situations where we are seeing the impact in, in the lives of people we know, friends of ours. And, um, and, and you specialize in talking to people about being made for this, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I want to, I would like to ask you, when you think about, you know, saying someone to someone, even to me for, for that matter, like you're made for this, what does that mean specifically now? Like, what does that mean now? 
considering everything that's going on. Andrew, you're made for this. Like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. How do we, how do you say that to somebody else too? It goes deeper. It just always goes deeper. And it it always has, again, it's just showing, I think what we're facing right now is just showing us what's always been here Mm -hmm. and just more acutely. And so you, you know, you could say, well, you're made for music lessons. You're made to be a music teacher. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, when that's all thrown up in the air, then what? Yeah. You know, there's something deeper. So um, for me, it's always been a, there's something in here from the beginning. There's something in here to help those out there. Yeah. That's how you know what you're made for. That's when you discover what you're made for. And, and it's what we're recognizing in many ways is that it's coming down and you're, you're peeling away the layers and you're finding the most raw and real sense of what is that, that mm-hmm. you can uniquely bring to serve, to, to feed, to give, to help the rest of us. Yeah. And we need what you have. So, so when I say, yeah, you are made for something. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day who's like, I remember back uh, six years ago, I really found value in helping people in a, in a, in a class that I was in. Um, I think it was like a special ed class. And I, I really found value in that. And, and that just came to mind the other day. It's like, Oh yeah. You know why that's coming to mind right now? Because there's this call cry out for you to get out of the cubicle that you've been in which oh by the way now you have weeks off from doing that and do something (laughs) that is with the vulnerable people right now like there's something deeper that your call is to help vulnerable people yeah to be with them yeah that right right so we can we can go to like oh i'm supposed to i'm made to you know design widgets whatever no 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 maybe Sure, find that as an opportunity, but what you're made for is something way far more foundational to our society. And and that's what I think we're being called to right now. So mm, that's good. Can I I wanna I wanna go like even a level deeper, which I totally wasn't expecting to do, but I just feel like, you know, you, you know, I know you're all with me, so we're just gonna go there anyways. But um, and I feel like maybe somebody needs to hear this. So that's why I'm, I'm, you know, going to say this. Yeah. I feel like in these, in these really uncertain times that, um, we are faced with looking inward more so than ever mm-hmm. and, and, and uncovering kind of the, um, numbing and coping mechanisms that we normally use when we are in fear or when we are in stressful situations. So like in an everyday situation or basis, when stress comes up, it's like, well, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm not going to worry about this, or I'm going to go home and have a glass of wine, turn some Netflix on and like kind of numb it out. I don't really Mm. particularly want to face, um, what I need to, to look inward at. And I find that this situation worldwide is causing people number one to not have their normal coping mechanisms that they would normally do other than maybe drinking that people do have that but um you don't have access to go to the gym the way you normally do you don't have access to going out and like you know getting on on an online dating app and going out and hooking up i know that's 
you know, maybe for some people like that's not where I go, but I'm just being real. Like that's what people do. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you don't have access to just call a friend and let's go for coffee. You don't have access to like, let's get a sitter and let's go out. We need time away from the kids. People are, don't have access to those things right now because they're in isolation. They're, um, social distancing. They're doing all these things. And all of a sudden it's like all of these internal things that they have been pushing away for months, years, um, and saying, I'll address that later. All of a sudden is like, boom, right there. And, and I think that, that all, isn't this, isn't this somebody, so like a lot of people's worst nightmares to be stuck with themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And all of a sudden face with like, not only what do I want to do with my life or who, but it's like, who am I? Yeah. Who am I and what do I really want out of life and how am I living? Like, it, how is this going to shift me in the future? And and not just like, what do I do or how does my bank account look like or all of those things, but it's like, who am I at the end of this? Like, and I think that's the, the biggest um, uh, point where I think we all have the potential right now to take a look inward and go, you know, who am I going to be at the end of this? Like, am I going to be a more fearful, paranoid, um, stressed out human being, or am I going to be more compassionate and loving and generous and open-hearted and, um, willing just to live out of that? I I think that's so, oh, you're nailing it. Like that's, yeah, as I'm saying, it's, it's, I, I have this image right now in my mind of like, a dark cave or a room and all that's in there, even like a, like a, not, not a dungeon, but I would say, you know, like a, yeah, it's just a room with only a door. And the only thing in there is a mirror. And, um, it's, it's like, that's what it feels like for a lot of us right now Yeah, is all that I have right now. I've got, okay. I've got a TV over here that has endless entertainment on it. I've got my phone that I can scroll through, but even that you get so frustrated with, and then you put down your phone and three minutes later, you find that you're picking it up again yeah. because you're just trying to distract yourself from the only thing that you have, which is you. And, and so much of the work that I do with people, honestly, I ask them in like our first meeting is, do you love yourself? Mm. And, um, really this journey of discovering what you're made for is about learning to love who you are instead of trying to be something that you're not. And when you've been trying to be something else, um, it can be really frustrating and you, you almost fool yourself into feeling like you figured it out. No, no, I am this person who gets up and goes to work at this job at this place and has these conversations every day and then comes home and drinks, drinks away the day or, or yeah, numbs the pain somehow. That's who I am. And and you're being faced with no that that's not who you are. No, that's, that's, that's the so mask not. that you've been wearing. Exactly. That's the character you've been playing. But guess what? <laughs> um, there's something but here's the beautiful part. There's something so much better. Yeah. And it's actually in there. Yeah. And and it's going to at first it's going to look ugly because you're going to face the reality of who you are and the mask that you've been wearing. Mm-hmm. But once you dig into that. Once you just peel that back a little bit, you just look at the person that you've always been, the strengths, the the amazing characteristics that you actually bring to the world that are in there. When you bring that purity out, 
you're gonna you're truly gonna and then you're gonna be like yeah wow two weeks isn't enough in isolation to get to know this person yeah and how do i how do i get to know that person truly really authentically and and then even what you're saying it's not about who am i going to be at the end of this it's about who am i right now and who do i get to be with right now um and that's i and i'm only speaking from experience that's what i've been through is is truly like this past six months is peeling back those layers and going like i really i really like you like (laughs) this is you know i'm looking at myself on the zoom call i'm like i actually i think i like that guy um and we're not used to saying that it sounds what oh what a arrogant a-hole no like i'm just i I truly if i'm gonna be stuck with anybody I'm, i'm okay with it being me yeah um and and so how do we get to that place and this is right that's the, everybody goes to how do i get that and it's <laughs> actually i think um the world is forcing us into a place to uh to be with that person yeah and it's yeah, going to be more. extraordinarily difficult for many of us yeah and and if you know just for anybody listening you know in case you're wondering like you know, Alex said, I've been through the same thing. You know, we, we Mm -hmm. both have, have been through a process of, you know, having to face who we are and, you know, and, and, and sometimes being like, you know, coming to the end of being like, I actually do like myself. Like I actually, I think for me, it was not even just about liking myself as much as it was like, I think I was searching for approval for such a long time um, from other people that I actually had to learn to approve of myself, which means that, that I had to like come to go, you know what? I, I do like who I am. I'm okay with the not so great parts. I'm okay with the really great parts. Um, and I approve of me which means then I, I like being around myself. And I think once I kind of got even to that place, that's even where more, I was open, more open because I was able to be like, listen, there's going to be times where I might rub you the wrong way because of my personality, but I'm actually okay with that. And here's a, an example. So I was talking to a, a friend on the phone the other night, a former yeah. coaching client who is a friend and, um, she maybe watch this later and we'll laugh that I'm using this example. We're talking about dating and, uh, and she was telling me, you know, I'm being set up, blah, blah, blah. He hasn't called or whatever. And, and I said, I go, well, you know, she goes, I just don't have high expectations. I don't have any expectations. And I go, well, then how are you going to get anything if you have no expectations? Like you need to either have expectations that's going to happen or it's not going to happen. It's either, or you don't get to have, you know, there's no middle ground here. You have to like actually choose. And, and so anyways, as she turns out, you're right. I do. If I want this, I need to say, yes, this is what I want. And she said to me afterwards, she goes, Andrea, thank you for the awkward and yet very uncomfortable, your very uncomfortable ways. And I was (laughs) laughing to myself because I thought you're right. Oftentimes the way I am is uncomfortable because Mm. uncomfort (laughs) also pushes people past their own comfort zone. And if you don't get uncomfortable, you'll never shift. You'll never change. Um, You'll never 
take a look inward. You'll never. And so, yeah, I had to come to terms with the fact that people may be turned off by me being uncomfortable sometimes and saying things the way it is. And that was hard for me to, to come to terms with because I'm like, I actually just want you to like me, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I know Alex that Andrea, the person who I am, it is is made to to be someone where you when you rub up against being near me that you'll be like oh okay yeah no I can't I can't stay this way I've got to I've got to do something different I've got to be this or I've got to whatever that's that's innately who I am I feel like my you know it, it even this is has drawn we don't back. we don't talk about rubbing up against people or being near people right now though this is <laughs> no we don't in fact don't touch anyone <laughs> yeah. um well I people mean, are a know... safe social distance away from yeah. me they they walk away changed That's... yeah yeah exactly but like i I've, I've started just to recognize and and come back to the original intention of like what i felt at the beginning of like when i started understanding what what is my my intention in the world and purpose in the world. And, and for me, it was like, I I felt like it was to, to have people understand that God has actually created them for a reason, for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And however that looks, whether that looks like a spiritual context or a non-spiritual context, but understanding you were designed and created for a specific purpose and reason. But before you ever do anything that will output those things, into the world, you will always have to be faced with who you are in the present moment. And, and that, you know, in that space of being with your creator, um, recognizing how was I divinely put together, you know, like who who makes up Alex, who makes up Andrea, you know, I guess those are, we totally went way off what we were going to talk about today. Just (laughs) so you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's but it's so good because it is like in this in a time like this, you're faced with the bigger questions. Yeah. Um, and also the, this is the awkwardness. You're you're like, it's it's all so big. Oh, but wait, how do I get groceries today? Like it's it's all so big and it's all so immediate right here, right now, changing so fast. What's going on? And and this is where I feel like those things meet. It's a yeah. it's I mean, this is my whole thing is discover and do what you're made for. So there's the discovery process, which is, yeah, what is that? Who are you? What are you, what are you really made for that is deep inside you that you love to do that will also help others? But then how do you put that into practice? How do you do that right now? And it that's, that's the tricky part for anybody in isolation yeah. right now because <clears throat> so much of it is community-based and we're having to get pretty creative. Yeah, we sure are. We sure are. I'll tell you that. Um, this has been amazing. Thank you for jumping on Zoom with me and yeah, hanging out. Um, it's always good sure. to have a shallow and then super deep conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the always you're going to know. You're going to get that for sure. Um, <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, how do people... How do people find you, Alex? Like, where are you? Where are you located? And I don't mean like, you know, since no one can actually come near you. Where are you virtually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Street Says, Instagram's my main platform. It's the best way to find me. Uh, yeah, you can, I mean, Facebook, you can find Street or website, alexstreet.ca. 
but mm-hmm. um, I'm mostly active on Instagram. So let's chat on there, find me in there, questions, DM, let's work together, anything, but find me there. Yeah. Now, in case you're you're listening to this um, and, or, and you just noticed that there was a little inter, internet interruption while he was saying that, I will actually say it again. It's at Street Says, mm-hmm. and it's also alexstreet.ca. In case you want to connect with him, he's also on Facebook, so you can make sure that you um, connect with Alex. He's a fantastic coach and speaker, and he also trains um, speakers, helps you find your story, helps you find what it is that you want to say to the world, the message that you carry. And I think uh, he does a, a, just a profoundly amazing job at it. So thanks, Alex, for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for that. Thanks for joining me today. I know it's been a little bit of a different episode, one that I wasn't really planning on. Well, none of us were really planning on any of this happening. Our lives shifting so drastically in the midst of unforeseeable circumstances. But it is. It is happening, and this is something that we are dealing with. So I want to send you all of my love Please know that I am praying for you, that I am thinking of each and every one of you, and I'd love to stay connected with you. So if you're in a a time where you're really feeling that you're being hit by this, I'd I'd love for you to just connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at at Crispy as well as at the.couragecast. You can also find me on Facebook, or you can find me on the web, which is at andreacrisp.ca. Friends, I love you so very much. Stay safe and healthy. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely.